You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. We are so grateful for the support of our listeners. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Welcome to episode 12. I'm one of your hosts, Polly, here with Shelby. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. What's up? Uh, you know, recording a podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I do feel like before we get started, I have one disclaimer we need to make for people. Okay. Um, we're recording this at the end of June mm-hmm. because I'm going to go on vacation and we don't want to miss an episode, so we're doing a little bit of a pre-recording. Um, so a few things will be a little bit behind on until I get back from vacation, like The Bachelorette and other things that we track closely. Um, yes. So that is one disclaimer. Oh, and I have another one that I just thought of. Yes. Um, the other one I just thought of was that this is the first episode where we don't have our sound engineer with us. <laughs> So this sounds horrible. Um, so, I mean, just going to throw that out there now in case something goes wrong <laughs> and we have to work some editing magic. Um, but Mike um, of Sunrise Robot and Flipping Tables and Pseudo Show and all of the other shows fame normally is our sound engineer and he uh, deserted us. He did. I think that's really... I was going to try to be nice and say he had other plans he couldn't get out of, but... He deserted us. He deserted us. So we're just going to, we're going to figure this out and just throwing, dig right in. Throwing caution to the wind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So sorry in advance if something goes wrong. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, a very big update happened in the United States of America. 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 Yeah. What was that update? Uh, marriage equality is now the law of the land. Love wins. Yep. 50, 50 states? 50 all the states. states. All the states. All of them. Anyone can get married. Yep. So, um, so this is really awesome. We had like a small dance party in my office when we heard about the news. Like <laughs> I kind of heard a lot of shouting up by the front door <laughs> the other morning when it got announced, um, the Supreme Court decision. And I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> so obviously I had to go investigate. And I heard the news and we had a small dance party and then, like, throughout the whole rest of the day, as everyone was just, like, working, we're like, we feel like we should be doing more to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's exciting and it's awesome. Exciting. I got in my car, and just as I, I, I'm a, I listen to a lot of NPR, mm-hmm. um, and I got in my car and turned on NPR, and I knew that there was rumors that the announcement was supposed to be on Friday. Yeah. And as soon as I did, the... Um, Anchor said, and in case you're just joining us, um, the Supreme Court of the United States just ruled that uh, same-sex marriage is now illegal. It has ruled. to be recognized in yeah. all 50 states. And I went, yay! <laughs> and then immediately burst into like heavy, heavy sobbing oh tears. Yeah, I think that's fair. I cried, and I cried the whole way to work. Even the the mean people, I'll just call them mean people, yeah. who came on and said that this would be the downfall of America afterwards. I'm like, that's okay if you think that, because this is awesome. <laughs> this doesn't matter. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're wrong I think now. It's, <laughs> it's exciting. It's a huge um, it's a huge deal. It's a huge win 
Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm pumped. Yay. I have, um, maybe this is a dumb question. I don't know. I don't know. Do we just get to call it marriage? I hope so. Yeah. I can't, like, what I couldn't decide, I was hoping to get your advice. Um, and listeners, please weigh in. I'm not trying to obviously be insensitive because <laughs> I think this is awesome, but, like, is it disrespectful of, like, not acknowledging how hard fought this was to continue to acknowledge same-sex marriage or gay marriage or however folks want to call it? Or do we just get to be kind of inclusive of people who want to get married and think that that's something important in their lives and then they do it and then they can? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Um, I saw, uh, well, I've seen a lot of awesome memes and things and Facebook turning rainbow colors, yes. which is awesome. <laughs> um, and one was, like, saying how they celebrated the fact that gay marriage is now legal. And then it said, or as I like to call it, marriage. Yeah. So I think I, I think it's... I don't think it's downplaying the effort that it took to get to this point. I think it's just like, no, yeah. that's what this is now. That's this what is, the point. This yeah. is just, this is marriage between two people who love each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Well, we have a couple, a couple great articles that I had seen. Um, one kind of comedy uh, focused <laughs> on like, how does this impact you? Um, that I just really enjoyed. It gave me a couple good chuckles. And then a 538 article um, just kind of goes through a brief history of gay rights um, at the Supreme Court, just to, if it's something that you don't know too much about, but are interested to see, um, we'll post that article because I think it is really interesting to just be educated and knowledgeable about the progress that's happened. So, yeah. Yes. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Hashtag love wins, y'all. Love wins. Love is love. Um, what else? On that note, well, I already, my disclaimer was that I'm going on vacation, but uh, Polly, I'm going on vacation soon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm excited for you. This is your, like, annual every summer vacation, yes. isn't it? Yeah. So since, um, since we've moved out to Colorado every year over the 4th, um, my family has a place on a small lake um, on the interior of Michigan, and um, the whole family kind of gets together for the fourth, and that's just been our time that we've kind of reserved uh, at the lake. And Mike and I always go back. Sometimes it's for long periods of time, like when I was school and not working. I think I stayed for three weeks one time. <laughs> um, last year, we didn't have a lot of days off, so we went for like an extended weekend only. Yeah. Um, but we are um, staying for a little over a week and a half this time. And then we're also driving, which is different. We normally fly in. So we're that'll getting, be fun. Nice little road trip. Getting prepped for a nice little 17 to 20 hour road trip across <laughs> the country. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. So um, by the time this airs, people will be sick to death of all the vacation photos i'm going to be posting on instagram <laughs> good i will look forward to them yep i hope you're all enjoying them yep <laughs> <laughs> what about you what's new what's going on so i am in wedding season hardcore um i went to my best i was in my best friend's wedding um june 13th yeah and then we just had another wedding last night for john's best friend yes who john was in his wedding um and then very close friends from pennsylvania are getting married the second weekend in july so i'm headed okay. back for that so yeah lots of crazy weddingness um 
And then my wedding. Oh, what? You're getting married? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. It's news to me. Yeah, you know. Just kidding. You went wedding dress shopping with me, but. Oh, right, right. That was you. That was you. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that, that was me. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, at, as of today, it's only 76 days away. Yeah. And when you hear this, it'll only be 68. Oh, my gosh. On release day of Monday, July 6th. Yeah. Today, when people are hearing this. 68 days. 68 days <gasps> till your wedding. That's so exciting. <laughs> You look like, I can't, sometime we need to make this a video podcast so people can see what's happening, but your face makes it seem like you're freaking out. I mean, I don't want to say there's like a twitch, but there was some facial expressions that were concerning. There may be tears. <laughs> I mean, these weddings that I've been to and I am, you know, and, and going to, there's just, they've just done such an amazing job and all I find my, not all I found myself doing, I've definitely yeah. enjoyed these weddings of course, and like have of been course. in the moment, but in those, those brief moments, I'm like, I didn't even think of doing something like this or, oh my gosh, this is so much detail and like so intricate and yeah. beautiful and wonderful. Nothing I'm going to do will ever meet these standards. Oh my. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to just take it down a notch. Um, one, I'm glad you're enjoying your friend's wedding. Yes. It's amazing. amazing. You shouldn't compare because you're all very different people. It's true. You have very different styles and different goals for your wedding day in terms of maybe how it looks or what you're doing. The other good news is that there are still 76 or 68 days remaining. So there are times to add a couple things if there's stuff you've thought about. Yeah. So it's okay. I've decided that I have to do a seating chart. Not like where people sit, like exactly, but But the tables. tables. Yeah. Is that something you weren't going to do before? It wasn't because we have a very, because we're running out a restaurant. It's a much more unique layout. It's not like 10 tables that seat eight people. It's like we have seven, four tops and five, six tops. And only I don't actually know those numbers. Okay. But I can't, having gone to a couple weddings and knowing where we sit, I can only imagine how it could be confusing to walk into a place and be like, what you mean I can sit anywhere? Yeah. So that, um, so of course, and this should be a surprise to no one. I do have an opinion about this. (laughs) Um, but that is information you can get from the restaurant. Yeah. Um, I think that's awesome. Like I have been to weddings where there isn't a seating and it does feel a little bit like, especially if you're coming in and you don't know everyone, you're just like, what am, where am I supposed to go? (laughs) Having like at least an assignment just helps remove that stress. I think for guests. Um, and if people are really like in a huff about it or want to sit with someone else that they might like switch and yeah. They'll still go hang out with the people they want to see. Yeah. Um, it does, like, definitely create more work on your end of, like, who should be sitting with who and yeah. where is this and how many of them will fit here. Um, yeah. But I think it, it'll be good. I'll help you. I don't know any of these people, but... <laughs> You're like, put I like, him with her. <laughs> I like creating order, so <laughs> you know I'm in. <laughs> Anything yes. that I can organize or put post-its on paper plates or any way yes. to do this, um, count me in. Awesome. Yeah. Fabulous. That's great. <laughs> okay. Problem solved. <laughs> it's all better now. I feel fine. Great. No more freaking out happening here. No. 
That didn't sound convincing. Uh, let's talk about TV. I love TV. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it so much. I do too. Um, so a show that we talked about last time of a show that I had just started is now a new obsession for both Shelby and I. <laughs> I I just want to address, um, as we talk about Unreal and The Bachelorette, that you have created a monster in me. I have. Like, I, Unreal. The texts okay. I get from you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Let me, let me just stop and let you talk about Unreal a little bit more now that we've both watched it. And I think Mm -hmm. you have a better sense too. Sure. um, From last episode. Yeah. Um, so Unreal is a show that, um, it's a behind the scenes look at the, I'm reading from, just so you know, I'm reading from IMDb, (laughs) um, a behind the scenes look at the chaos surrounding the production of a dating competition program. Yep. Um, and it was created by Marty Noxon, who, also helped create and wrote on um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, which okay. are two of my, my favorites. Oh, you faves. From, from back when. I have all of the DVD. Stop it. Yeah. They're okay. like probably still displayed on my bookshelf at home. Amazing. Um, and then uh, Sarah Gertrude Shapiro, who I believe is the woman who w- worked on The Bachelor for four or five years. Um, the Bachelor and The Bachelorette for nine, nine seasons. seasons. Okay. Yeah. So about four that or five be. years. Yeah. Because um, sometimes they do two seasons. Well, they always do two seasons in a year. They do a Bachelor and a Bachelorette. Yep. And sometimes they don't do a Bachelorette. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a fictional show about a show <laughs> called Everlasting. Everlasting. We're selling love, We're people. Selling love. That's what they say on the show all the time. Yes. Um, selling true love. Yeah. <laughs> actually, to be very clear, we're selling true love. Um, it's hysterical, and it just kind of goes to show the behind the scenes of a reality television show. Yeah. Um, and in particular, a dating show, which is structured exactly like The Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's identical. It is, yes. Instead of roses, they have diamond bracelets, which I will take a diamond bracelet. Yeah, but then you have to give them back. <laughs> That's true. If Maybe, you leave. But if you stay forever, you get a diamond bracelet. Yes. I assume. I assume that might be the case, but anyway. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So it like focuses on a couple of the producers of the show, um, and like the battles between like, so I think there's maybe like three different producers that basically have like six of the girls that are competing on the show. Like those six are their responsibility to like know everything about them, get them up to speed and like, um, get them to do how they want to be manipulated. Like it's those producers jobs with the, it's it is crazy. Yeah. I think that I'm actually more obsessed with that than I am the Bachelorette now. <laughs> and I don't I don't know why if it just like feels better cuz it's fake, but it's also like I assume exactly like the Bachelor <laughs> yeah. and the Bachelorette, which they've said in articles like no, it's like a little bit fictionalized. It's definitely scripted. Like yeah. we're making this for TV and the drama whatever whatever, yeah. but 
you are drawing on experiences. Yeah. The Let's things be that, clear. <laughs> I think the way to put it is like the things that are happened are amplified, but how those things happen are the same. Yeah. So a lot of times the producer will go grab a girl and like tell her things like, oh, I heard Sarah was talking about the fact that you look fat and yeah. da, 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 da. And then that erupts like a massive, huge fight of like punching and scratching right. and screaming. So where that probably hasn't happen verbatim the conversation with the producer to contestant yeah probably they are prompted in those ways yeah like so on unreal one of the big like big manipulations is that one of the girls is so terrible but it's fake so it's fine it's okay don't anybody freak out one of the contestants on the show her dad dies and the producers knew that her dad was sick and in the hospital and they didn't tell her in time so she wasn't able to leave to go see him before he died. Um, and then she like loses it and freaks out and tries to run away, obviously, because she yeah. wants to like go to her family. And they bring her back and they have like all of the other contestants lined up and they have an ambulance ready for some reason, which is really confusing. Yeah. Um, and they make a big production of it and she freaks out and she starts yelling at everyone about how terrible they are. Mostly at the producers. Yeah. She's was- yelling mostly at the producers, but it's the girls that are like the other contestants that are standing around like staring. Yeah. So then in editing with the magic of post editing, <laughs> um, what got aired quote unquote aired in the episode was just her freaking out for no reason. Yeah. They took out everything about her dad dying yep. and what the producers did and just made her look like the crazy person. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's insane. And they don't know that this is happening during the like while right. they're on. You don't it. know what's like getting aired. Yeah. So it's interesting too because of the time like another thing that makes it totally different from the actual Bachelorette and Bachelor. Yeah. Is that they're filming and airing within a couple days or like within a week. So there's not a ton That's of true. like the bachelorette, like right now we're watching the bachelorette and it's taking place in winter. So it was cause they were in New York and it was snowing. It was cold. Yeah. Um, okay. So it was all filmed during winter and now it's getting shown in late spring, early summer. So there's like that nice chunk for them to really edit things yeah. and put things together to and, see how it all played out yeah. before they edit anything. Yeah. And then, uh, unreal. It's definitely like immediate, like week to week. Yeah. They're filming and airing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh my gosh. Um, I will say the, uh, so the main producer that they follow is Rachel Goldberg. She's played by, uh, Cherie Appleby. Mm-hmm. I just really love her as I don't really know, like too many of the other things that she's done, but in this role, like I really appreciate and like, like her. She was in, I know where you recognize her from. What? The 2002 classic swim fan. I I am familiar with that movie. um, So maybe that's it. But yeah, I don't know. And then my other favorite is Adam Cromwell. Well, that's the character. Um, He's played by Freddie, uh, Freddie Stromo, but so Adam Cromwell is basically the bachelor in this um, fake, you know, dating show, whatever. But I like Freddie because he is a Harry Potter alum. Oh, yeah. Um, he played Cormac McLoggin or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's the guy. It's the guy who's like a total beefcake, but like is in love with Hermione. And so towards mm. like the second half of the series, he's the one that she takes um, 
like on a date and Ron gets super jealous. And then it's, I don't know. It's just really funny because in Harry Potter, which I love. So anyone that was in that, I probably love them. Um, and he's just a total beefcake. And then like in this show, he's just totally a British like prince royal like not really but yeah kind of elite british uh, beefcake (laughs) (laughs) so it's quite enjoyable awesome so thanks for turning me into a monster no problem it's a great show oh it's also on lifetime and i think it airs on mondays it airs on mondays it tricked us both of us though it was yeah our dvrs told us that it was a new yep episode and then it recorded in my DVR, which had just told me it was a new episode, then also informed me that I had already watched yeah, that episode. I feel like our DVRs are too smart for their own good, and they're yeah. not catching some things. Yeah. But so I think right now there's four episodes mm-hmm. out, and then... Um, I think the fifth comes out on... On the 29th. Yeah. Um, we're recording on the 28th. Yes. So... I just have to say that my Monday night DVR is a little, like, it's ridiculous. It's the only night that my DVR works. <laughs> like, every, we've my got, DVR works one night a week. We've got, we have The Bachelorette, now we have Unreal, So You Think You Can Dance, Yep. Um, American, Ninja, American Warrior. Ninja Warrior, and then <clears throat> Team Mom 2. Polly, <laughs> <coughs> no! Whatever, it reduced teen pregnancy rates in our country. Did it? It did. Wait, so, okay. Quick sidebar to talk about <laughs> Teen Mom for a second, which is not planned. Is it Teen Mom 2 that you're watching? Because I also um, was just with a friend of mine, and she was telling me about Teen Mom OG. OG. <laughs> just finished up. Yes, I watched the whole season. So, okay. The new season of Teen Mom 2 is starting, I think, this Okay, tomorrow. and so Teen Mom 2 will be with new people, and Teen no, Mom... No, Teen Mom 2 will be with... So... Here, I'll give There's you a little... so many teen moms. They're not even teens anymore. I know. They're actual adults. They're starting to have second babies. They're still young, so the whole second baby thing is a little weird to me. It's wow. like, you're not... None of you have jobs. <laughs> there <laughs> like, was a lot of interesting decision-making to put these folks on the show in the first place. True. So... But it did... It, so for lack of decision-making. I'll, I'll first start. So, 16 and Pregnant was the very first show yes and it followed i think it was like four girls maybe five girls who got pregnant at 16 or 15 in that neck of the woods and had babies they then created a show called teen mom that followed a few of those girls not all of them not all of them signed on to continue to have their lives because 16 and pregnant stopped with like the following story as soon as the baby was born pretty much they followed the first like month or two okay um but that was basically it yeah um and then Teen Mom was a new show that then followed these girls' lives. So the original 16 and Pregnant, the girls that they continued to follow were this girl Macy, um, who kept her baby, um, this girl Farah, who at one point um, had a sex tape scandal and got kicked off the show for a little while but was brought back. Okay. Another girl, um, Amber, who um, is an addict and is now clean and sober, which is great, great, um, but was in prison for a little while. That's where she kind of got her life back together. For her, prison was a good thing, in her words. Sure. And then there's um, Tyler and um, Caitlin, who actually gave their baby up for adoption. Okay. And they have also been followed throughout what it's like to be a birth mom, and they have an open adoption. Interesting. Okay. So that followed them into Teen Mom. 
And then there's been more 16 and Pregnant since then. Yeah. So the second season of 16 and Pregnant then became Teen Mom 2. Oh. And now there's been multiple seasons of Teen Mom 2. Okay. I don't know if there's a Teen Mom 3 or not. I've only followed. I've seen a couple episodes of Teen Mom 2 at some point. Yeah. Like, I could I could identify the pictures of the girls, you know? Yeah. But then, like, after a while, I had to stop watching because I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> um, so... It's interesting because it it seems it seems like a horrible thing to do to put these yeah. young girls on, um, but there was a study done that d- looked directly at the correlation of MTV sixteen and pregnant. So Teen Mom wasn't in there, but yeah. sixteen and pregnant, Teen Mom's essentially the same thing. It just yeah follows them and their lives um, and showed that it led to fewer teen birth rates. Like there is a direct Whoa. correlation between the show and lowering teen pregnancy rates. Cause teens could see like what the this, impacts yes. and how the dynamics were and what was happening. Yeah. And, and most of these girls, there were a few that uh, in my eyes had very lucky situations where parents could be very there. Yeah. The teens parents could be very involved. Yes. A lot of them the mothers of these teenagers were teen moms themselves yeah. um, and were having trouble supporting their own children, let alone now supporting grandchildren. So yeah. that struggle also parents with um, addiction issues and yeah. how that played into it. Abusive relationship issue. I mean, it just showed that like, this isn't a life that you want and they're and 16 and pregnant and teen mom have done a really great job of like every commercial break. It's like teen pregnancy is a hundred percent preventable. Like yeah. learn how here yeah. and like promote it a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's super interesting, but it's, it's like crazy drama and it's just, yeah. You know, something yeah. I watch. <laughs> I just like, I just want people to sit them down and be like, look, because here's where I get concerned is what I think producers are doing behind the scenes on that show to antagonize so, stuff. Here's the thing though, is that this most recent season of Teen Mom OG, we saw the producers. Right. And is it bad no, or it's, it's not? Fine. It's fine. Okay. So most of it, you see a lot of what the producing actually happens in Teen Mom OG, which you've yeah. never seen before. Um, the it's like they just ask. They say, like, yeah. tell us about what's going on today. Okay. Like, do do this. Like, there's not yeah. that same antagonizing. Because I just, like, want an adult to go into their lives and just be like, here are some strategies for decision making. Here are some really great skills yeah. to use to figure out what you want in life and what you need to do to get there. And for the producers, <laughs> like, that's definitely not their job. Right. Like, right. But I wouldn't want the producers to go the other side no, of, like, and antagonizing. They and they don't. And okay. it's, it's, like, a pretty pure... Okay. And a lot of them have really great cuz they, these they've been following them for a long time. For like 6 or 7 years, 8 yeah. years, and they've watched their kids grow up like um like one of the producers met his wife when um Macy went into labor and then they got oh married gosh. like 2 years later and Macy was at the wedding. Stop like Stop it. So, I mean, <laughs> okay, that's crazy. <laughs> um yeah. Okay. Well, that's Total fair. sidebar. <laughs> okay. So, also on Monday nights <laughs> was the point of that story. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we can go kind of, well, I don't know how quickly. I mean, has a conversation <laughs> about The Bachelorette ever gone quickly? Uh, you know, it might go a little quicker. Well, it's time to talk about our favorite reality love show, <laughs> The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. <laughs> 
Um, so I, I've always known that this show is heavily produced. Like yeah. I'm not an idiot. Like yeah, I get it. Right. Um, it's how they make it entertaining. It's how they craft a story that they want to show the viewers. Yeah. Um, I actually know someone who worked on the bachelor and the bachelorette. Okay. Um, and I've asked her a lot of questions about like, why is this the first time hearing about this person? <laughs> and why is she not on our podcast and friends with me too? I should ask. <laughs> she really needs to be on our podcast. Okay. Um, continue. And I, my favorite, my, the thing that I always wondered was they form these relationships with these people that I think they genuinely think are real. Most of them. Yeah. Like I think Sean B actually like is falling in love with Caitlin. Yes. I actually think that that is what he thinks is happening at yeah. the very least. Yeah. Like that's not acting. Um, whether it's producers like kind of pushing and prodding him to, right. to that point, or if it is like the conversations that they're having, it's probably a mix of both. But yeah. Um, but I've always wondered, they don't talk about anything real ever on the yeah. show. The only real thing they talk about is like usually family tragedy, which is always awful. Yeah. Last year on the bachelor, we had like two widows, yes. I think. Yeah. Two yep. widows this season. We have Ben Z who lost his mom. Yeah. I mean, so there's those type of real events that happened. Um, but no one talks about politics. Yeah. No one we had one faith comment at the beginning of the season between Brit and her now boyfriend Brady. A, Brady. I don't know, mm. we still see glimpses of their life that I don't care about. Yep. Um, but we don't ever actually hear conversation about like what faith right. means to people or if they're religious or not religious or what is your daily life like? Yeah. <laughs> like these like we don't things, get those things. We never see I have been told that they actually do happen. Okay. They just don't air them. Okay. Maybe we talked about this a little before, yeah. I think. Um, Which it makes sense because if, you, if you're if you trying to pander to the biggest audience possible yeah. and suddenly you find out that your bachelorette is a communist sure. who, you know. Just to be clear, we're not saying Caitlin is. That no. was an example. Yes. <laughs> And, like, has, like, really strong communist sure. viewpoints. <laughs> right. You would start to isolate a huge portion of your viewership. Yes. And you wouldn't want that. Yeah. Same with any. Uh, really, it could be any. She could be a Democrat, and you would isolate right. a you huge portion. You want everyone to yeah. identify with these people. Yes. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think this also feeds into, um, w- well, watching Unreal does kind of change how I think about how the bachelorette is happening. And in the most recent episode that we've seen, it gets into that a little bit. Um, And there's two different scenes that really show us some of the behind quote unquote behind the scenes kind of producing of it. Um, One is with Caitlin, which we can get to in a second. The other is with Sean B and you see him like get very upset about something. We'll come back to in a second. Um, you see him get very upset. He's talking with all of the other guys, and I think they're all getting up to leave and like walk somewhere else. Um, and he's just like, look, like, and he kind of has a moment and he gets up and leaves. And then you see him go behind what's being shot on the quote set, mm-hmm. and he approaches someone, and like the camera suddenly is like a side camera going through like furniture trying to shoot this interaction and he goes up to another guy and is like dude you're like my best friend here like i need your like i need your advice like what what am i doing like why am i even here what does it mean like 
Caitlin the other day, like Caitlin and I spent seven hours in my room talking about our lives and all of these things, which made me genuinely happy to know that that is happening. Yeah. Um, but like he is trusting someone that is definitely crew to the show. Yeah. And so we kind of got insight into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the other one, um, I know it was a good kind of point for you. Do you want to talk about the example we yeah. had with Caitlin? So first we'll back up and talk about what happened that yeah, has okay, led yeah. to all of this producer. Fair. Um, so Caitlin and so we, we've known that there was someone that Caitlin had sex with on the show. We've known that since the very first episode yes. of the show um, or second episode actually. Yeah. But, um, they promoted it pretty hard. Yeah. And, um, we knew that this most recent episode was going to be that episode. Yeah. Because we saw the previews and we had a couple theories of who yes. it would be. Yeah. Um, one was Sean B. It was, it wasn't him. It was not. Um, and the other was, um, good old Nick. And it was definitely Nick. It was definitely <laughs> Nick. Um, so her and Nick have their first one-on-one date and like can't keep their hands off of each other. Yeah. As crazy Ashley said, they're totally in lust. Yeah. Um and she invited him back to her hotel room and then invited him into her actual room room of the hotel room. Yes. And closed the door and we heard far more than anyone needed. Yeah, it was unnecessary. <laughs> we knew what was going on. Yeah. Um the next morning she is out on a balcony, and it's, again, like a faraway camera. Like, this is not, like, the typical camera shot. It's a faraway camera, and we only see her, and it's making it look like she's talking to herself about how she doesn't regret what happened. Yeah. But she now is feeling really guilty because of the other guys and the other relationships the impact that she's it could forming. Have on yeah, them. and, like, what it could mean and that men might leave that she actually cares about and... And she just has this whole conversation, not with herself, but you know there's a producer yeah. just out of camera's view that's yeah. talking to her about this. And they're just cutting out all of that dialogue right. and just making it look like she's a crazy person talking to herself. A little bit, yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think those are some of our glimpses into Unreal meets <laughs> <Yeah>. The Bachelorette. <laughs> it's funny. Um yeah, so otherwise, yeah, this was the big the big sex before the final, the fantasy suite episodes. Yeah. Um, they're in Dublin. Uh, I think the other thing was that um, Ian left as we... Shocker. As we expected him to. Um, he's a total jerk. And then he left, and then he I made... I can only... I will just say this, because he's clearly a jerk. Yeah. But I can only imagine what that conversation with the producer before he did that looked like. Because right? that, no, it really did come, I mean, it came out of, not nowhere, like, there were some instances. But his intense anger came out of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. So I, I can just see a producer being like, man, she's forming all these relationships, like, you're so good looking, she hasn't really paid that much attention to you, like, what are you going to do about that, huh? Like, and getting him fired up. Yeah. But he left. <laughs> Which was good. Yeah, I agree. It was good to get him out of there. Um, I think the other the other thing that I loved, um, so it was this episode, right, where they do the group date and the eulogy, or was that the episode before? No, it was this one. This episode. Okay. So in our previous podcast episode, <laughs> um, I made a joke about Tanner. Oh, Tanner. And 
who the hell is Tanner and how is there someone left still named Tanner that you can't even pick out of like <laughs> yeah. a photo array? Um, okay, so he's one of my favorites because he's, uh, spoiler alert, still in the show somehow. <laughs> and in this episode, they do this like fake eulogy celebration where it was weird. Um, so I have two thoughts about this. Caitlin was like in a coffin and they're all supposed to say stuff about her. And like Jared does like a really funny, whatever. Yeah, we don't like thing. Jared. So that skews our perspective, yeah. <laughs> but like he tried to be really funny and clever. And I think he, he made fun of her mm-hmm. laugh, which was great. And I thought hilarious. Um, but then Tanner gets up and does this kind of like rhyming rap bish song. And I don't remember anything about the beginning of it. All I remember is at the end, <laughs> he makes a comment like, oh, and just in case you forgot, my name is Tanner. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> he is completely addressing the fact that no he, one knows who he, he is. He doesn't even know why he's still he on the is show. so unclear. So then they find out, um, what, that there'll be, like, two people going home or something. Yeah. And, like, all the guys are just sitting around on these couches, like, talking about... Um, how many people are going home and how intense this is. And, and like, he just kind of makes a joke like, well, I should probably just, like, pack my bags now. <laughs> like, I haven't talked to her in weeks. <laughs> like, it's amazing. And I, like, love him so much for it. Because he's totally owning the fact that, like, they probably just forgot to have him leave and he's just still on well, here, the show. So this happens every season. It's not always actually acknowledged. Like, okay. Tanner has acknowledged it. But, like, there's a certain point where you know that she's made the relationships that she'll want to carry on for a while. Yeah. And then there's everybody else that she can't just get rid of all at one episode. Right. Because there has to be a progression of, like, But it's, like, clear like that they're less, not connecting. Yes. Like, we've never <laughs> seen one-on-one time with her and Tanner. I've never but seen she's them probably talk. like. <laughs> He's the cutest of the ones left, so I'll keep him around for another yeah. week. <laughs> like, like, I want to know if they do have time to talk and if they're both like, yeah, this is pretty funny. Yeah. Like, we completely agree that we're not connecting. Yeah. We'll agree to play along if you could just do this for me so yeah. I can date these guys that I actually like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I want to know what that's like. Yeah. Um, I feel like since he has a good sense of humor, that that's reason enough for her to keep him around I know. while she has to have certain oh my number gosh. of people around. So, so funny. It's pretty good um okay well that's i don't know that's all i have about the bachelorette i'm excited for the next couple weeks we have yeah so the the next couple weeks i think the finale is july 27th okay so about a month i think yeah so we've got maybe four or so more episodes Nice. nice um i will say that i um, this is why I said earlier you created a monster because I have gone down a rabbit hole of spoilers and there's just so many. And I mean, people, if you want to know or at least have three different ideas about what <laughs> happens, you should just Google spoilers because it's amazing. <laughs> and also then the other night I like looked up from like my phone and I was probably watching something dumb on TV and like just kept going down this rabbit hole and then I like looked up and was like what just happened (laughs) I I often get into you did this the Instagram rabbit hole yep where you start like following them and looking through their pictures and you start following the people that they're in pictures with and then yeah it was bad I don't want to talk about it anymore (laughs) (laughs) it's embarrassing um so new topic new topic um a very serious topic oh 
The Deadly Adoption. <laughs> the Lifetime original movie starring Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. It was so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I watched this last night, maybe two nights ago. I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> like, that movie was the weirdest thing ever. My, the only way I can think to describe it is that, and like everyone's talked about, like they play it straight. Yeah. They, they are, I don't know, like it's not turned into a comedy necessarily. Nope. Um, so it's basically just actually a super cheesy Lifetime movie, but with actors that you recognize. And like. And like. But because you know that they are both like comedic geniuses, the extra pauses and the extra like looks for effect. Yes. I was like laughing for two hours straight. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, like people are getting kidnapped and a, like adoption schemes gone awry to turn into kidnappings and then people are shot and I'm just like this is hilarious it was pretty good I do have to give a shout out I think I mentioned this uh, last podcast but a friend from college Bill Parker was the editor on the movie so really? yes that's awesome <laughs> so if you notice what fine editing way to go the film, Bill <laughs> the film had you can you can chalk that up to Bill Parker that was real genius it was pretty great um so I found myself like you laughing through the entire movie. Yeah. Um, but my favorite part was so they are looking for someone to adopt a baby from, and they've yes. like met all these potential candidates. And Will Ferrell, because I don't even remember his stage name, Robert. Oh, excuse me. Yes, Robert. His character. Whatever. <laughs> Robert was like nixing all of them. Yeah. And finally, they meet this girl. And they just are enamored with her. Yes. And they find out that she's living in a shelter. Yep. And they say to the adoption counselor coordinator, um, and asked if people often let the birth mother live with them prior to giving birth. And her response was, oh, it happens all of the time. Yeah. And I lost it. I don't know that that's the case. I don't think it is. I'm sure <laughs> that it happens occasionally. It might have happened um, okay, so <laughs> let me back up. Uh, this movie's on Lifetime, as we've said. The, it is, I would say maybe loosely, we need to look into this, loosely based on a true story. I think that's Ins actually a joke. <laughs> inspired by a true story? It's real crazy. Um, so a couple has a young daughter because of an accident and something that happens, they lose their second child um, while Kristen Wiig is pre pregnant, and then they've been trying to adopt. And so then they find this girl who is who is six months pregnant, and it just like I don't know how much we want to spoil or let people like just watch <laughs> because the twists and turns were crazy. But like I oh, I don't know. What do you think? Um. I think it was pretty spectacular. It definitely was not actually inspired by a true story. It was just making fun of the fact that all Lifetime movies... I want movies... It to be inspired by a true story. <laughs> okay. It was, it was crazy. It was inspired by a true story. I would say the very terrible thing. I will spoil that two people um, die. Two people are killed. Oh, yes. In this movie. I forgot about them. One... 
the like super lovable friend yeah. who helps at a farm stand yeah. and is trying to do the right thing, though did not go about it the right way. No, call the police. Call the police. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. And the adoption coordinator <laughs> who got oh, scammed yeah. into like letting this woman go through with this setup because she wanted she wanted to be with the specific family and she wasn't actually pregnant. Spoiler, we're gonna go there. Yeah. Um yeah. She like kills the adoption coordinator and then kills the best friend. So here's Lame. the thing. So there is a kidnapping of the daughter. Where is this town's police? Because here's what I've gathered. They're not living in a huge place. Nope. Everyone knows this family. Yep. And no one is doing anything to help find the daughter who is also diabetic and needs her medicine and is like dying. Yes. They keep giving her candy bars. Ugh, well, they're just dumb. And then they're like, oh, they're hiding out in a house right across <laughs> the lake from the family. Yes. In an old abandoned cabin. If you live in a small town <laughs> and everyone knows everyone and everyone knows, oh, hey, there's that small, small rundown <laughs> cabin that like we sometimes run out or something. And this young couple from out of town just came and rented it. Like, maybe we should just go stop by and check things out. Why? I don't know. Is this the point of Lifetime movies that yes. people are idiots? Yes. Okay. Well, then think, I'm good with it. It was amazing. I think that's, I think that's the the case i mean mike did not know what i was watching and he sat down a couple times and just started laughing and then was like what is this and i was like it's a serious lifetime movie and he was like this is hilarious <laughs> it actually made me want to watch another lifetime movie to see <laughs> to like compare to see, yeah like to see if oh. i find it funny as well or if i only found it funny because i knew because you knew Kristen wigan will fail yeah this is a genius challenge that I think we've just created for ourselves. Yes. Okay. I'll find one. We need to find one that we can both um, watch and see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that see movie was crazy. Funny. How did that movie happen? I don't understand. What and the it was like a very quiet project. Like, no one heard. You didn't hear about it until about two weeks before it was going to be released. Yeah. So, I think it was earlier in the spring. Um, there was some sort of... Uh, like spoiler news about it. Oh, I know why I thought this was funny because the report came out on um, April fools. Oh, and um, everyone was like, Oh, that's really funny, but it's an April fools joke. Then on April 2nd to show that it wasn't an April fools joke. Will Ferrell issued a statement saying, I'm now that this is public, um, the surprise and the privacy that we wanted to to do this project has been spoiled. So we're actually going to scrap the whole thing. Thank you to everyone who's worked on this with us or <laughs> been supportive of us, like taking this new route. But Kristen and I have decided to scrap the whole project. And so then everyone was like, oh, I guess it's not happening. Uh -huh. And then maybe two weeks ago, there was just like a billboard in LA or something yeah. that had a photo of them and like the, the date it was going to air. Yeah. And like, that was That's it. That's awesome. I like what? it. I think they're just messing with us because they can, <laughs> they can, because we they love can them. Do that. Yeah. But it was, it was quality. All right. Well, we'll find, we'll report back after we watched a real lifetime movie. Yeah. And see if it's actually still fun. If it's still funny. Yeah. I think we should, um, we should tweet out which one, we're going to do. Yes. So, listeners, if you have any suggestions, one, tweet to us and let us know what your suggestions yes. are. 
But also you can join us in this challenge of watching the two because it's crazy. It'll be fun. Not just like super entertaining. It'll be fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, here's a small failure on my part. I don't have any rumors. Way to go. I feel like all is right with the world. There's no rumors happening. There's no rumors. It was a good week. Yeah. It was a real good week. It was a good week. Yeah. So yay. No rumors. That's all I got. Cool. That's all I have. Okay, great. Um, well, again, we talked about some of the, um, SCOTUS articles and things that we'll post up on the show notes. So, Make sure to take a look at those sunriserobot.net slash likely story slash 12. Um, and as we said, and you know, we love interacting with you guys. So find us on the internet, give us some suggestions for lifetime movies or other shows or movies you think we should be watching and you want to hear us talk about yes. or questions and comments you have. Um, you can send those over our way on Facebook or on Twitter. I am at Shelby Elizabeth on Twitter and I'm at Polly and K on Twitter. Awesome. And always uh, thanks to our Patreon supporters, Bruce Edwards and Andreas Langa. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.